welcome. First of all, welcome. This is Unsolicited Perspectives. I'm Bruce Anthony, your host, here to lead the conversation of important events and issues that are shaping society. Join the conversation by following us wherever you get your audio podcasts. Subscribe to our YouTube channel for our video podcasts. Rate, review, write a comment, like, share, share with your friends, share with your family, hell, even share with your enemies. On today's episode, it's the Sibling Happy Hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be talking about T.I., we're going to be talking about George Santos, and we're going to be talking about Black expressions. But enough of the intro. Let's get to the show. What up, sis? What up, brother? I can't call it. I'm just chilling. How was your Thanksgiving? It was fantastic. I did a Friendsgiving, went over to a friend's house who is a chef, and uh, everything was top tier. Like, it's just, she's uh, she's amazing. Yeah. Well, I thought that that was supposed to be at your house. No, she was hosting this year. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Because yeah. I was going to come down for Thanksgiving, now it's got flipped, and now yeah. we're doing a Siblings Christmas. Siblings Christmas, yes. That's right. I need to get yes. my tickets. I need to get my tickets. Our brother already got his tickets. I wasn't going to fly like he was flying. He he he, he wanted to do first class. Well, you know, you got to get them points. Well, okay. I don't know what that's about. You got to get them the frequent flyer miles. That's what okay. you got to get. Yeah, okay. All come right. Now. But the food was good. Man, how everything good? How, how even the butter was good that you put on the butter? Like, how is everything good? Well, the butter is good. It was the most delicious water I've ever drank. I like, think, everything. Uh, how high were you? Why you always use that as a. You know, I could operate in life and appreciate things. Pretty damn is the answer to your question. <laughs> okay, that's what I was trying to get <laughs> to. It's neither you here nor the there. You said the water was tasting good. I mean, water is water. I'm, no, it, everything was good. I'm, my point is, I'm exaggerating. It's called right. hyperbole. Yeah, okay, Every, I got it. The point was everything was good. But everything. I'm a jerk, so I got to call stuff out on your hyperbole and just be yeah. like, well, how is that? So let me throw you under the bus and say you was high. And yeah. sure enough, I was right. When you said water tastes good, the last time I know water to taste good was that clear water that mom used to get back in the day. Now, that was juice. Listen, <laughs> hey, guys, if your water is flavored, it's juice. That's literally the definition of no, juice. No, that's, that's not true. There is flavored seltzer water out there. And it's juice. No, it's natural flavors with carbonated water. That's all it is. That's literally what juice is. No, juice is concentrate. Not all the time. You ever see, not from concentrate, on the little, on the orange juice or something like that? No, because I don't drink that. I drink Sunny D. People, are, that's the worst orange juice. <laughs> it's not orange juice. It's, it's orange drink. And it is liquid fiberglass. <laughs> I don't know what it is about Sunny D, but it just, it will cut the roof of your mouth up. That's not normal. <laughs> well, I like stuff to cut the roof of my mouth up. Like, I like Captain Crunch. You can't, I, no. you can't tell me, you can't bring nothing past me when it comes to Captain Crunch. No, this, that's literally the worst cereal because it's like chewing glass. I bet you if they became a sponsor, you'd be talking good stuff about Captain Crunch. No, though, you? you would be doing that sponsorship on your own. You would be doing <laughs> that by yourself because you're the only one. I will not endorse a product that I wouldn't use myself, period. That's not true. We've already established in previous episodes that you could be bought. 
how should I say this? I could be bought my opinion can. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. So we know that you're down there in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, how often do you go out to the parties in Atlanta? I would say a good estimate would be rarely to never. Okay. But yeah. I'm sure when you're out and about, you see the flyers that are promoting these parties. Yes. You can't escape party promoters in Atlanta because literally every other person that you meet says that they're a party promoter. You cannot <laughs> escape these flyers. They will inundate your life. Yes. <laughs> so T.I., the great Atlanta rapper, the, the king of the South, as he's mm. described himself. And I would say he's up there as far as the king of the South. I don't know too many Southern rappers that, that are, are better than him. I would agree with that. Southern. Scarface is in Houston. I know Houston is Southern. I don't consider that Southern. That's kind of like Southwestern. Yeah. Uh, so we talk about South, like Atlanta, Florida, the L- Carolinas. From Louisiana to Florida. We're talking about the Mid-Atlantic. Up to, yeah, up Mid-Atlantic. to the... Yeah, up to the Carolinas. Are yeah. you touching the Gulf? Are you right? right. Yeah, that's what we're talking. That's about. what we're talking about. Well, he rolled up on uh, one of those party well, promoters. Texas is touching the Gulf, but that's <laughs> you know what? Hey, <laughs> I was going to let it slide. You brought yeah. it up this time. No, I got to correct I, myself. Listen, yeah. I'm equal opportunity. I will correct myself well, as much as I correct others. It. Yeah, it was better that you do it because trust me, these people on YouTube will absolutely. Correct your comment. Right. <laughs> they, they they're still going to. Like, they're still, they, they, their fingers are so fast, they wouldn't <laughs> wait the extra two or three seconds for me to correct myself. But go so, on. <laughs> T.I. confronts one of these party promoters. And the reason why mm-hmm. is because him and his son, King, are on a flyer to promote a party, but him and King don't have nothing to do with it. Mm-mm. And that happens. That happens a lot. I know a lot of these promoters are disingenuous. They'll put that some star is coming and you get there and they, you know, then, then the uh, thing is at the last minute they couldn't make it or something happened or whatever, but it's well, too late flyers, now. They already got you in the door. Well, I know in professional wrestling, you know, I love to bring everything back to professional wrestling. Uh, I know in professional wrestling, you know, on the flyers and the tickets, they do say cards subject to change because, you know, wrestlers get injured, there's travel concerns, you know, this card is subject to change. Is there something like that on these flyers? Because it's so they're just straight up lies. Honestly, sometimes there's not there. It'll be a picture of the artist and like nothing in the text of the dialogue even reference the artist so they can't they're not necessarily saying this artist is going to be here it's just a picture of the artist on the flyer okay so that's a common practice in atlanta well ti rolled up like that happens that happens a lot it doesn't happen here in dc but i don't think we got a lot of celebrities yeah yeah, nobody's really doing a lot of partying in dc I mean, not since love, love. not since love clothes. Oh man, love! Y'all don't understand. Y'all had to be in the DMV. But see, I was before love. Love was dope. Love, dream, all that was dope. Mm-hmm. Well, how about the? Is this a good way for y'all to understand YouTube? Hey ma, it right. is a song. <laughs> That's right. It was a song by uh, what were they Cameron. called? It, it was n- Dipset. B- Dipset. That's yeah. what. Yes, yes. So mm-hmm. Google that. That was shot. 
I, it was still dream at that point. It was still dream at that point. Yeah. And I was a freshman in college at Howard University. And but they were uh, I remember them scouting for girls for that video on campus. Mm-hmm. But you had to be uh, over 21. So, uh, OK, a couple of the girls were in the video. Uh-huh. But, you know, that was it. OK. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just thought it was funny that T.I. literally rolled up with him and his people. Yeah, he's and, here. And it, like he's from here. Why are y'all? He's here. If he gets, if he sees that flyer, he's going to get in his car. <laughs> he's going to drive over there. But guess what? You just made an appearance. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you moron. Well, I mean, he, he he showed up to show out. That's what mm-hmm. he did. He showed up to show out. And I actually agree with that. You're not going to use my name and likeness. I guess not the name. I guess it's just a picture of him. Yeah. Uh, but you're not going to use my likeness to make money off it. I'd be damned if somebody took a clip from one of these shows, me just doing something like this, for mm-hmm. those that are that are listening to it. I mean, it's just a little pose that is often the case when you watch the video because I talk with my hands. And if yeah. you freeze frame it, you'll see me in certain sections be like, what, you know, what is Bruce doing right there? Mm-hmm. I'm demonstrating. I'm getting deep. I'm demonstrating yeah. something deep that I'm trying to get across. Right. But, it, but this clip makes me look crazy as hell. Because your, hand, be, your hands are just flailing at the flailing. bottom of the screen. They're just doing this. <laughs> flailing. <laughs> flailing. <laughs> uh, I've gotten uh, used to it, but, you know. Yeah, you gotten used to it. All right. Uh, speaking That's of kids. That's not the only thing t- Tip been involved in. You see, he had a little fight with King. I, I don't know the particulars. Yeah, I don't know the particulars. Of it, but I have seen like little fake memes going around of like Homer Simpson and Bart Simpson and the choking mm-hmm. thing like that. Yeah. What act? Do you know what happened? What actually happened? I don't know what precipitated the fight. I just know that was it an argument it, or was it physical? I thought I heard something about it getting physical, but f- I only heard an audio recording of it. Okay, somebody had posted the audio recording, and then you could just hear Ti. You know, you hear King yelling and then you hear T.I. Like, you are embarrassing yourself and your family. And you just hear King yelling. I know you. I know you. I know you. Like, you know, like huh. he could spill some tea. And then you hear Tiny going, shut up, shut up. Shut, like she don't want him to spill no tea. <laughs> well, of course he can spill. <laughs> Look, that's his dad. Maybe. Because there's a there's a little picture yeah. going around the Internet. Of Bimmy. If y'all that don't know Bimmy, Bimmy was a player back on the Supreme team back in the day. He left the streets, got into hip hop. He he toured, he like he worked with Ron DMC as like just, you know, like a backup dude. You know what I'm saying? He's behind a lot of important artists. He helped Slick Rick with his album. Mm-hmm. Uh him and his sister, Deb, huge in the hip hop industry. But on X, there is a picture of King and Bimmy as a little kid, and that that young King looked like Bimmy, and Bimmy was in Atlanta, right around the time King was you know conceived. But I know they've been having some issues with King, you know, since yeah. the reality show. He was ready to quit school and middle school and just do music, right? And now I don't know for sure, but wasn't King raised by his grandmother? I don't know. I don't know. I, look, I don't understand. I don't try to understand the intricacies yeah. of Tiny and Tip. Because they, their life is just. Hmm. They are hood. They are a hood relationship to the fullest. Break oh, up to make up. Yes. And, and, and fight for the right 
to love each other and hate each other at the same time. Yeah. And 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 according to uh uh Cardi B, they they be out here. What you mean they that, be out here? That she got that one lyric, we about to flip them. We like tipping tiny. Wait a minute. You saying they got that Will Jada love? They out here with extra people. That's that that's they, that's they got what that the lyric was. They got that's that what, entanglement? That's what the lyric was. Okay. All she right. said, me and my mm, talking about offset, about to flip them. We like tipping tiny. Ooh, well, I don't know. I don't know. This is you know, I don't like to do too much gossiping. I don't I like just, to do but, too much gossiping either, but that's <laughs> that's something to think about. That's something to think about. <laughs> all right, let's move away from this gossiping because I'm uncomfortable talking about this stuff because we ain't got all the facts. And you know how I feel about not having all the facts. Right. Let's talk about something I do have the facts on and still focus on kids. Have you seen this controversy about the kids supposedly in blackface at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs game this past weekend? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, for those of you that don't know, there was a young kid, is nine years old, that was at the uh, Kansas City Chiefs game this past weekend. Uh, one side of his face was painted black. The other side of his pa- face is painted red, and he's in full Native American garb with the headdress and the whole nine. He's got this uh, Travis Kelsey jersey on, um, and then he was spotted. A... Um, Journalist for Deadspin said that he was in blackface and this was a uh, sign of him being racist on multiple levels with black people, African-Americans and Native Americans. And there's been some backlash uh, that came from that article. And then, of course, Fox News put the young kid on Fox News and they tried to make an argument that said it wasn't blackface and that this was, you know, being blown out of proportion and another Another left wing media bias towards good Americans. Um, Jay, I sent that all that information to you, and I was curious to see what you thought about it. Well, first of all, let's be clear: painting your face black does not equal blackface. There has to be an intention of mockery for black people. That was not the case. The boy's face was painted half red, half black. It's yes. the chief's colors. Mm-hmm. As far as the headdress is concerned, you can make an argument. His The young boy and his family are affiliated with the Santa Ynez band of Chumash Indians. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the young boy involved is indigenous on his father's side. Um, they released a statement saying, you know, we're aware of the member of our community wearing the headdress and the face paint. You know, his decisions doesn't reflect the broader tribal community, but they also said they don't endorse wearing regalia as part of a costume or participating in any kind of cultural appropriation. I don't know that you can really say it's cultural appropriation if it is his culture, Well, Um, but uh, you could definitely mm. say that he is wearing it as a costume. Well, people... uh, Okay, I agree with you. Absolutely wasn't blackface. I, I looked at it and I was like, this kid's not in blackface. He's in painting his face the, the color of the, the team colors. Yes. I was like, I'm not offended I, by any means as a black person. However, 
If I was Native American, I would absolutely be offended. And this was, I talked about this on the Tuesday episode, Thanksgiving and the truth about Thanksgiving and how Thanksgiving really came about and how it's, the, the story has been whitewashed and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and not told correctly. And I also talked about, you know, we both grew up here in the Washington, D.C. area and the former team was an absolute racial slur. Yes. The group in this country that gets shitted on the most out of anybody are Native Americans. And that's me saying that as a black man where we Mm -hmm. have slavery, civil rights, uh, Jim Crow, uh, redlining, institutional race. All of it. Right. I'm saying Native Americans have had it worse in this country uh, because you can literally still have a sports team that's a slur against them. They yeah. got rid of the the Cle- it used to be the Cleveland Indians. They're now the Guardians. That's good. Florida State Seminoles is not a derogatory term. That's a celebration of a tribe. But the Kansas City Chiefs ain't nothing that 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 that's not supportive of Native Americans by any means. It is cultural appropriation. So what this kid was doing was not blackface. No. I I agree that he took the, because I read the Deadspin article and he led with a picture of just showing the black side of the child's face. If you look at a full frontal photo of the child, it's clear that he painted his face the colors of the team. Right. Um, Yeah. So that... And the and the the writer was a black dude, and you're like, all right, yeah, okay. And, you know, well, see, sometimes we a little we do a little too much, but like to me, blackface, there's a particular intention behind mm-hmm. it, and that's the mockery of black people, and right. that's not what this young boy was doing. That was not there's no intent there. And then also, you know, it's not just painting your face. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. Blackface is a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's yeah. an entire thing. So let's take the blackface out of it. I would take that out of it now because that wasn't blackface. Now cultural it's, appropriation from Native Americans. Now, I, the statement that the tribe gave was pretty much like, "Hey, he is you know part of the tribe. Mm-hmm. We, that's not. We don't rock with something like that, right?" That's, that's basically we. That's basically what they said. Like we, that's th- he don't speak for all of us, and we had that problem in the black community because right now there's a guy parading on all of the conservative news sites that says he was a founding mem- founding member of Black Lives Matter movement. That's a supporter of Donald Trump. So much so that Donald Trump, the man that's been killing Black Lives Matter uh, movement since his inception, is now saying, yeah, they love me. One of the founders is out there endorsing me. I like Black Lives Matter. Now, all of a sudden, he likes Black Lives Matter. However, he likes whatever likes him. Right. However, this person is not a founder. This person is no. an offshoot, not even affiliated chapter that just put Black Lives Matter in their in their chapter. Right in the name of their chapter, and he's not even one of the founding members of this chapter. He's just like a like a person. But you have right wing media, media. You have Republicans that are jumping on that bandwagon because they got mm-hmm. one person for a particular group to back up whatever argument that they want to have. And their argument is, it's like, oh, black people do support Republicans. I can tell you by and large, black people do the, not support. Yeah, look Republicans. at the look at the polling. All right. Like that is not the truth. But look at the so, polling. So no, the tribe don't. was basically saying, 
yeah, you know, I mean, he's a kid. You know what I'm saying? That's not, he don't speak for us. He could do that. I don't even think they were doing that. It really felt like they were just making a general statement uh, because they never say anything accusatory. They're like, we're aware of the situation. Mm-hmm. And just in general, our you know decisions made by individuals don't, don't may refer- or may not reflect our views. Um, and they're just like, just so everybody knows, we don't endorse wearing regalia as a costume. Um, and... I don't think you could, I don't know if you could say this is cultural appropriation because again, it is his culture, but it does definitely feel like he's wearing his cultural regalia as a costume. And so if anybody could be upset about that, you know, it would be his particular community and, you know, they can take that up with him. But Right. And guess what? If I was a part of that community, I wouldn't be mad at the kid. The kid is nine years old. Right. I would be mad at his father and his grandfather right. who are members of the tribal community who let him go out and headdress. Right. That's who I have an issue with. Not the kid. I, look, I'm all for calling out people when they're wrong, not kids. Mm-hmm. Because and this, this kid don't wasn't e- really wrong. No, because this don't really even look like like a headdress you get from Party City. This looks like an actual... Yeah, it looks official. It looks very official. official. Yeah, it looks very official. Like, definitely the real thing. So somebody gave him permission to wear it. You know, so, I mean... I'm just saying, the guy that wrote the Deadspin article, he was wrong, number one. Yes. He was wrong. Mm -hmm. Number two, we we don't spotlight kids. No. Not kids. No. We could spotlight what was the boy that uh went uh that went and shot uh at the Black Lives Matter protest and he was he was tried but he got off in Wakosha. Yeah. Oh, What's his God. name again? We can oh, we Lord. can we can go at him because he was of he was at least older high school age. Yes. Right? Like we yes. can go at him. But a little nine-year-old kid, we leave little nine-year-old kids Kyle Rittenhouse. Yeah, I don't know how I forgot that name. Probably because I wanted to forget that name. Uh, but we don't we don't attack kids. Um, we can we can address the the parents though. Especially where it really just feels like he was looking for a, a story. He had a deadline and didn't have nothing. And he's like, you know what? This picture of this profile looks bad. Let me screenshot it and write something up about racism. That's, that's not how journalism. It felt to me. Yeah, and, that's not journalism. And I'm like, all right, but this is a nine year old kid that you're condemning. I mean, you're making a whole argument about this is what happens when you take critical race theory out of schools. Well, it was never in schools, first I of had, all. But... I had so many problems with this article, and, yeah. and it gave fuel to people who want to jump on and defend the hypocrisy of the left. I'm not going to assume that he's affiliated with any political party. Right. I'm, But I am kind of. <laughs> this is he he fits all the qualifications right that would make somebody that's conservative and on the right assume mm-hmm. that he's liberal on the left and all he did was give them ammunition and truth in this one instance because he was absolutely wrong yeah if he wanted to write a story about something being racist and and maybe getting some type of comeuppance you brought something you wanted to talk about something 
we want to talk about Derek. Yeah. So uh, this happened. Let me see here. He was. Mm. So Derek Chauvin, um, who we all know as the former officer who was convicted of the George Ford Floyd killing, uh, was stabbed in prison on uh, last Friday. Um, they haven't released a lot of information about like motive or what happened. I mean, we know what the motive was. It was an incarcerated individual was assaulted at the federal corrections. It was him. It was, that's what they're saying. This, he was stabbed, I believe by another inmate, obviously. Yeah, It wasn't no visitor. Uh, hey. It, well, maybe it could have been a guard. Yeah, we know, don't know. I, it is the prison system. I've seen enough episodes of Oz to make me know that the guards so is know dirty. That you never know. You never know. Uh, you never know. So anyway, he, um, <laughs> yeah, and he was convicted on state charges of second degree unintentional murder, third degree murder, and second degree manslaughter and sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison. Um. And then he later pled guilty to federal charges of depriving Floyd of his civil rights and was sentenced to 21 years in prison. So he's gone. He he in there. He in there. And he, he, got, in he, there. Got, he got shanked. And uh, was in, I guess he was in gym pop. I don't know. You I know, thought I they would have put him in, in seg. And you, for those people that don't understand that, that's segregation. And yeah. not segregation that you're thinking of of the 60s and 70s or the 50s and 60s. This is... Mm-hmm. Well, kinda. well, yeah, kinda. actually, it is kind of yeah, like that, well, but but not based on like color. It. it is based on you know offenses and violent yeah. criminals and things like that. They know that they needed to protect him because he had a target on his back. Uh, I guess they didn't protect him well enough. No, but um, according to his attorney, he his condition is stable. He is improving. So I guess that's okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't want. Okay, to me, I don't want him to die. To no, me, I want him greatest, to serve his prison. Yeah, time. I want him to yeah. say, that's always been the greatest punishment to me. This idea, uh, even he wasn't convicted, I mean, he wasn't given this type of sentence, but even the death penalty seems like it's a, a cop-out. Granted, the death penalty, to actually put them to death takes so long. Yes, um, it does. Just because of the process. But I'm like, just give him life instead of death penalty. Look, I would rather you take my life than have to spend the rest of my life in prison. There is no life. I don't want to live that way. So I, I figured that's the easy way out. So I don't want anything to, I mean, maybe he can get beat up a little bit. You know, maybe the sisters can can take him in the back room like they did Andy Dufresne. Uh, no, not the sisters. <laughs> if y'all now don't that, get that reference. That, I don't wish on nobody. Like, look, come on now. If y'all don't get that reference, I can't help you. Because that means yeah, you haven't seen one of the greatest. Sh- Shawshank Redemption. Do you not have TNT? <laughs> right, because it runs on TNT. TBS? It, it runs on TNT every other day. Yes. Do you not have TBS? Let me tell you, Turner Broadcasting, whether it's TNT, TBS, whatever, any Turner station on a Sunday at three is showing Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> you can see it. Like you can go and see it anytime, any Sunday. Yep, it's on. That's it is. It's so I'm not wishing that on, on him. But I, you know, if you get if he gets shanked a little bit, and you know, he and and I, you know, you know, intensive care for a little shanked, bit. He gonna get shanked a little bit. Like it's not. I mean, <laughs> just a little bit, just lightly yeah. shanked. He gonna get shanked. He, he, as, as we all remember, he knelt on Floyd's neck 
and back for more than nine minutes. It was all on tape. Yeah, we saw I a mean, man die on yes. tape. Uh, so that sparked the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, now, uh, for some strange reason, Trump thinks uh, endorses him. No, definitely doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what kind of Delulu land he's living in, but that'd be like the that, Black Panther Party supporting David Duke. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah, it just wouldn't happen. Um, it just wouldn't happen. So. Yeah, I don't know. He's delusional. But, you know, Delulu is the Salulu is what they say. To be delusional is the solution to all your problems. So, uh, okay. No, I, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know that, that you taught me something new. But speaking of prison crimes. We can only be talking about one person. Wait, I mean, one person. Mm-hmm. The D, the I, the D, the D, the oh, Y. Uh, that's not who I thought you were talking well, about. Well, who did you think I was talking about? Crimes? George Santos. Oh, we're going to get to that later. No, no, okay. no. I want to talk about Diddy. We're going to get into Diddy next. All right. Hey there, podcast listeners. It's Bruce Anthony here, and welcome to another episode of Unsolicited Perspectives. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind lately, the importance of staying hydrated and taking care of ourselves. Whether it's prioritizing our health and wellness or gearing up for festival seasons or just gearing up for whatever season or time of year, there's one brand that's been my go-to for all things hydration, Liquid IV. Speaking of health and wellness, let's dive into how Liquid IV can fuel your well-being. Imagine starting your day off right, feeling refreshed and energized. Liquid IV Hydration Multiplier is the missing piece in your daily routine. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. It's perfect for those early mornings, pre-workout boosts, moments when you're just feeling run down, or even after a late night or long flights. I absolutely love how convenient Liquid IV is. The packaging makes it easy to bring with me wherever I go. And let me tell you, it's become vital daily part of my routine. The flavors, <laughs> let me tell you something, they're incredible. From refreshing sea berry and strawberry lemonade to classics like lemon lime and watermelon, there's a flavor for every preference. It's like a burst of hydration with a hint of deliciousness. Picture this. One stick of liquid IV mixed in 16 ounces of water, hydrating you two times faster and more efficient than water alone. And with 12 mouth water and flavors, you'll never get bored with your hydration routine. Plus, liquid IV is packed with five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and of course, vitamin C. It's also made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, free of gluten, dairy, and soy. This is hydration at its finest, but it doesn't stop there. Liquid IV believes that access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. That's why they partner with leading organizations finding innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. It's incredible to know that Liquid IV has already donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. They truly walk the talk. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code unsolicited at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code unsolicited at liquidiv.com. Remember, folks, taking care of ourselves should always be a priority. So why wait? Head over to liquidiv.com, pick your favorite flavors, and experience hydration like never before. Stay refreshed, stay hydrated. 
and keep rocking those unsolicited perspectives. Diddy, not George Santos. We're going to get to that, but Diddy. A friend of mine said, hey, man, I don't know. I don't know about this, all this Diddy stuff, because like if I have to cancel Diddy, you know, Diddy is the soundtrack to to my my teenage years. And I was like, Diddy is the soundtrack to my teenage years, too. You can't yeah, cut well, out we're all, all the bad the same boys. age. So, yeah, yeah, you can't cut out bad boy music. But good God, his sexual allegations are really bad out of here. They're and you got his really former not bodyguard good. doing nothing but interviews. And you could take that, you know, for what it is, from what it is. Right. is. Is it the truth? Is it not the truth? I don't know. I'm sure there's some truth in a little bit of everything he says just based on these allegations that's coming out. But supposedly, you know, it, uh, I always get this the, the young lady's name. It's Cassie. Yes, Cassie. Yeah. Supposedly with Cassie. Sure, for Cassandra Ventura. Uh, I, that would be easier for me to remember than Cassie for some strange reason. But supposedly he used a, Diddy used to hire, you know, male prostitutes, you know, yeah. code name BBC. Uh, if y'all don't understand what that is, it's not the British Broadcasting Company. Uh, <laughs> it's not It's not that. Uh, mm. But don't Google it if you don't know what it is. Uh, just know that it is something that you shouldn't Google and you can figure it out. Male prostitute and BBC, they were black. Uh, anyway, that that Diddy used to like to watch her having sex with these male prostitutes. And then the bodyguard hints at the fact that Diddy, you know, might have had sex with them too. And I'm not here to shame anybody's kink because right. I don't want nobody shaming mine. There's nothing uh, wrong with having extra people in the room if you all are or in agreement. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I was about to say, I thought you was going to say, ain't nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. And ain't nothing wrong with that either. I would never quote R. Kelly. Okay. Um, but <laughs> Diddy's, Diddy's got a lot of allegations coming out. And People like Aaron Hall are being wrapped up in some of these allegations. And we already know Aaron Hall, lead singer from the legendary group Guy, mm-hmm. has a baby from Gloria Velasquez. Y'all would know Gloria from any 2000 hip hop song. She was the tall Latina, the one wearing the hat and thong song. Yeah. That's how you know. That's how uh, you know. <laughs> she He had a baby by her. She was 16. Yeah. This is when Aaron I mean, Hall was well, grown. Well, Diddy met Cassie. She was 19. Well, 19 is legal. Yeah, but he was 37. Well, I'm not. It's once again, gross. I got a friend right now. She's about to turn 45 and she's dating a 24-year-old. Hey. That's what I said to her. She says, you think people going to judge us? I was like, yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, I'm not, I'm not a judgy person and I'm judging you a tiny bit. I don't know what kind of, I don't know what y'all will talk about. I would just feel uncomfortable because like as I like as my birthdays come and go and I'm just like, you know, I see a 50 on the cake and you're 28. You know, it's just like nah. Are you going to be 50 and 28? Huh? Are you going to be 50 and 28? No. Oh, you're talking about you see a 50 on the cake and you yeah. get, and you dating somebody who's 28. Yeah. Like okay. I, I'm, I'm just, like I don't want you to bring me that. Ca- just put candles on it next time, and not don't 50 even, candles. Yeah, don't even. Matter of fact, I'm not blowing out nothing because yeah. I, I don't want I don't want any blown. We're gonna detour for a quick second, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna. This is something I I get agitated a bit. I don't want people 
blowing out candles on any cake that I'm going to eat. I don't want none of that spit cake. Yeah. You know what? Cut me a little Not piece off. Yeah, cut me a little piece off before you blow out them candles. I don't care if it ruined the cake or else I don't have any cake. Or you know what? Just get everybody cupcakes. Everybody get their own cupcake. We ain't got to worry about pieces of cake. And guess what? Everybody can have a candle. How about that? Yeah, that's right. We can do it. Um, everybody can just, everybody can enjoy in that. But anyway, uh, Sean, so you know what? <laughs> Nothing about this surprises me because it was the early 1990s. And any black woman who was alive and of age in the 80s and 90s can tell you that, I mean, the harassment level has always been what it is, but the treatment of women in hip hop culture at that time, um, you know, you had things like Freak Nick and stuff like that. I mean, these Ooh. were these were breeding grounds for um uh, sexual sexual assault, assault. yeah, mm-hmm. and, and and breeding grounds for predators. Yep, and the you compound that with money and fame. Now these now these predators have a license to to abuse, and as long as they maintain a positive like public image to a certain extent, like no, they're going to get away with it. And um, but now we have, I think, a culture where women, where back then you couldn't, you, I can't say you couldn't speak out, but damn, you really, really couldn't. Um, because you would be ostracized by everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, but now it's a situation where I think society is more like, okay, let's, let's believe the victims until we have no reason to not believe the victims. Right. I mean, which is the way it should be. You should believe the victims first yeah. and not try to discredit the victims because the amount of people that say they're a victim and they're lying and nothing happened to them is minuscule. It's like, but people, people that want to prove their point will jump on that one person that claimed that they were sexually assaulted and it wasn't to prove their point. But that is a very, very, that is like a, such a small case. It's such a small case. Yeah. I would say yes. Right. Like I, I grew up during that time. I know what it was like in the clubs. I know what I was like in the clubs. I know what it was like when the thong song came out in the clubs. Yeah. Just because certain women would do certain things voluntarily didn't mean that every woman was volunteering to do the same thing. But I can tell you from firsthand experience, girls getting up on stage and the thong song. Now, mind you, thongs are not a big deal now. But during that time, huge deal. Yeah. Because it wasn't as prevalent uh, as as it, as it is now. Now, you, I see thongs at, at my pool where little kids is out there. It's not no big deal. Uh, yeah. We didn't see no thongs when we was at the pool in the 90s. So no. when the thong song came out and girls was showing us that they was wearing the thongs and, and, and showing booty cheeks and clapping and all that stuff before it was twerking, we called it pee popping. Um at the club and allowing us to grab their butt. Then all of a sudden, just what happened at the Puerto Rican day parade in 2000, all of a sudden it's that, that, that animal instinct in men spread out to women. They were like, yo, this is not, they are over there doing that. I'm not Mm -hmm. doing that. Well, you should be doing it too. Let's go. Let's go. So I know what it was like being in the clubs in the nineties. What I'm surprised about is that 
it was Diddy. That's Ouch. what I'm surprised about. If, if it was, not. if somebody said Jodeci, if somebody said H Town, if somebody said, um, who were some womanizing rappers? If Cameron, mm-hmm. if Cameron got caught up in this from back in the day, yeah, Cameron now totally different person. Uh, and I'm not saying he was like that back in the day, but his persona was kind of like this ladies' man. Right, uh, right. The only, the, I wouldn't be surprised. The only person that would surprise me more than Diddy would be LL Cool J. That would be surprising because he's the, been with his wife since the beginning. Right. So that or would Ice be surprising. Cube or Ice Cube. Uh, you know, somebody like people yeah, like that. You know, when I, uh, one, none of the straight out of Compton dudes were, were great to women. Um, Ice Cube wasn't Ice Cube doesn't have uh any like bad I mean he played a bad character in a movie The Players Club but other than that he didn't no, have any from what I hear it was mostly Dre. Oh, Dre is a woman beater. Yeah. Like that's been heavily documented. Yeah. Like that's that's his get down. But but that was the environment that we were coming up in in the 90s. Yeah. And that's a lot about what people don't talk about about hip hop in the '90s. It was the extreme misogyny and endorsement of um, sexual harassment and abuse towards women. Mm-hmm. This Diddy thing doesn't surprise me. It just doesn't. And I think that wait a minute, it doesn't surprise you the story, or it doesn't surprise you that Diddy. The story doesn't surprise me. It surprised me that it's Diddy. And I think that's by design. I think he mm-hmm. surrounded himself. With with gangsters, so he looks like the nice guy, the business guy, and the, the the genius at the that's at the helm. He's not involved in all the things that his artists are involved in. Uh, he's the, he went to college for a little bit, like it's, just for a little bit, <laughs> for a little, a little bit. bit, right? But I mean, and I think that's by design. I think that image of oh, I'm I'm my name is Love, and oh, you got to lead with positivity. Here's an affirmation for you. All kind of crap like that like i think all of that is by design mm, yeah you're right you're and right. and we would have and we would have not ever known until cassie was like you're not gonna give me that bag you're not gonna give me what i'm asking for what i deserve mm-hmm. okay um i'm gonna put these court papers out here and because you know you don't want this to get to the discovery phase the evidentiary phase where i start pulling out receipts you settle with me 24 hours later. Well, he's got more allegations that's been coming out. And now it's, he's stepped down. Uh, he's taking a temporary hi- hiatus as a chairman of Revolt, uh, his cable television network. Um, and, you know, he's got his hands in a whole bunch of other things as far as, you know, alcohol. And I mean, Sean yeah. John is still a clothing thing. People still, Sean John is still being sold out there, his clothing line. Um, he's getting hit. Yeah. And for good reason, because uh, his a former bodyguard, Gene, says he used to have freak it parties. And it's okay if people are swingers. Yes. As long as everybody is in consent about this. Right. So, but the allegations are that uh, they a lot of uh, these women are coming forth and saying that they were forcibly drugged. Um, mm. And... And assaulted, beaten. Cassie posted a picture on Instagram one time, and her like her lip was busted or something like that. And she, 
I think the caption was something like she partied too hard, but everybody was like, she was trying to tell us back then. Mm. Probably, um, yeah. And so, yeah, I, I'm just not, I'm just not surprised. I think he's carefully curated his image up until now. Well, isn't that what predators do? Yes. Yeah. So he did that. Yeah. I mean, if you look at like some of the most famous, hell, you could even look at serial killers and they upstanding members of society. And then Ted Bundy was a prime example. Not everybody is out here being Jeffrey Dahmer. Some of them are Ted Bundy's. I mean, John Wayne Gacy was a member of like the his town council and upstanding. Yeah. He might have been the. He might have been one of the worst. One of the worst. worst. Good God, y'all look up John Wayne Gacy. Oh my God. Uh, Now this person isn't as bad as John Wayne Gacy, but he is a clown. John Wayne Gacy used to dress up as a as a clown and you know Mm -hmm. go perform at parties. That's the Mm -hmm. that's the segue into connections, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) This person is a clown. We're talking about poor Georgie, George Santos. There's nothing poor about the way. Well. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's he was poor. poor. He was yeah, he's poor. poor. He's still poor. And he used other people's <laughs> money. <laughs> so he didn't have to be a poor anymore. Well, the house That's is the nearing, whole problem. The house is nearing a third expulsion vote on Santos, mm-hmm. all backed by the Ethics Committee report that was released earlier this month that claimed to have found substantial evidence that Santos had broken the law. We talked about it before. Yes. You know, I, I couldn't get off the fact that he was spending money on OnlyFans with campaign finances, but hey, boy, oh boy. Look, um, <laughs> Santos gave a little news conference earlier today, yes. defiant, saying that he wasn't going to resign, saying that as a matter of fact that he was going to bring up an expulsion resolution against another member, Mr. Jamal Bowman. Y'all know Jamal Bowman. Y'all know Jamal. He the one pulled fire uh, fire alarm. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, John Bowman pulled a fire alarm during one of the sessions of Congress or something like that. And, you know, trying to stop. I think it was during the House Speaker vote. Uh, you know, he, he, was, he was doing something. Uh, at first, he said he didn't do it. And then he owned up to it and said, yeah, I did. He had to pay a fine or whatever. Now, all of a sudden, George Santos is trying to get him expelled. Because um, he is a little petty label. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you said that before. But you know what? I'm going to surprise you on this. He's claimed that this, that expelling him right now would be a slippery slope because it would be unprecedented because as of right now, there are only allegations of the things that he's done. He has not been found guilty and I'm going to agree with him. You can't kick somebody out of Congress because they got charges coming. Mm-hmm. Everybody that's been kicked out of Congress before, I mean, we're going all the way back to the Civil War. People that were for the Confederacy were kicked out. Yes. Right? And then you have a couple of other instances. Somebody in, in uh, 1983 was kicked out because you know, they broke the law. And yes. somebody as recently as, I think, 20, 21 was kicked out because they broke the law. Um, with people finance. who have been convicted, have they been were convicted. convicted, and that's the difference. Yeah, and Santos would be the first one that has not been convicted that would be expelled. And this is the rare time that I actually agree with them. That doesn't mean I don't think that he should be expelled. I think that the vote is being brought up too early, and that they should wait. He's going to hang himself. He continuously talks and tells more lies. He's going to hang himself. And I 
there's been talk along Capitol Hill. You know, I got my ear to the street because I'm close to Capitol Hill. Mm-hmm. And it's like they got the votes. It seems yes. like they got the votes to expel them. And the vote will be coming in tomorrow morning, which will be Friday, December the 1st. We're yes. filming this. Uh, November is the 30th today. Today is the 30th. There's no 31 in November. There right? are not. No. It's okay. December 1st. I don't want to do the thing that April did when she was. Uh, oh, you. that's right. You didn't watch. You didn't watch Parks and Rec. No. Okay. Never mind. You won't get that joke. Anyway. So uh, they're going to do the vote December 1st and we'll find out tomorrow. But regardless of what happens, I don't feel like he should be expelled right now. I disagree. I know you um, Because they are, this ethics committee report is, to my knowledge, pretty damning and incredibly thorough and detailed. And I believe that he um, should be expelled. I mean, listen, is he going to get convicted of these crimes? Yes. 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 So <laughs> yes, eventually, eventually, when he goes to prison, if he if he doesn't make some sort of plea deal for probation or something like that, who knows what'll happen? But he ain't got he ain't got money. He's going to jail. Yeah, you're right. He's going to jail. Yeah, he's going um, to jail. So he's already gonna be out anyway. Like he's already gonna be out anyway. He can't. He can't. Uh, <laughs> Govern from jail, not govern, but you know he can't he legislate from from prison. I don't think he's legislating right now. He's definitely he not. Him. I think pretty much everybody's turned their back on him. Um, but that's not the purpose of the the ethics committee. Is not a criminal investigative committee. They're trying to see did he act ethically commiserate with his position, and they found that he had not to a degree that expulsion is warranted. No, they only found substantial evidence that Santos had broken the law. Because he did. He definitely did. I mean, we know know he did. We know he did, right? We know he did. But uh, I, I just feel like you know, I don't know that innocent until proven guilty type of thing is is just what I'm about, and I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm not he's saying he's innocent. Definitely, I'm not. just saying that they should wait till he's guilty. That's what they should do. They should wait till he's guilty. I mean, personally, I love having him out there because I need the content, but <laughs> uh, but he's going to give me content regardless because yeah. even even after this, he's going. I mean, he's made for a reality show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's I a de- reality I, show. I, and I would watch it. I would absolutely yeah. watch it because I know it would be straight comedy. What yeah. lies he going to tell today? I just say saving Santos. <laughs> saving Santos. <laughs> uh, Tuesdays oh, on Discovery Channel. Because my man be telling lies after lies. Like he has mm-hmm. no, I've never seen anybody that com- has completely no shame. Even Trump isn't this bad. Trump ain't ah. that bad. Trump ain't that bad. He is really holding on to that. Well, here's the thing. Santos, I think, knows that he's lying. Trump believes what he says. I think Trump convinces himself what he says is true. Yes. Yes. I think he has legitimately convinced himself that he won. Well, no, because he's admitted. In 2020. The people that that, uh, have turned on him Mm -hmm. have admitted that he knew that he lost. He just didn't want to give up the power. 
I so, think so at he's this lying. point, I think at this point he has convinced himself of this. Maybe. I don't know. He, he is delusional and he's older. You know, these old oh, these old folks be convincing themselves of stuff sometimes. And right, because he, he, yeah, he is old. You know, but, you know. but, you know, I think if it was for something else, if it was not him defrauding his constituents. Mm, that's what it is. Yep. It's, it's, it's the fact that it's specifically related to his position. Mm-hmm. If this were, if it was something outside of his position, some crime that he's accused of, unrelated to him being a politician, okay. But because it is entirely tied to his job, that he has used his position for personal gain, he has defrauded people, he has committed crimes in connection with his position as a member of the house, he got to go. You got I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that he don't have to go. I'm just saying the way that you kick him out has to be done right. No, I think and this it is just third has to vote. be done Look, quickly. If, if, if by some way he beats this third vote, that's it. Three strikes you out. You can't do it no more. You just got to wait for the fact. He already said he's not going to run again. His term will be up at the end of next year. Mm-hmm. You only got a year, literally one calendar year left of him in office. Just suck it up because you can't do a, a fourth vote. You can't. Why? You can't they, why? They, uh, they did 15 for <laughs> See? No, that was you that can was... do. You can do as many. Look, the house is a free for all. You can do as many votes. How many? How many did Jim Jordan go through? You can go through them votes. Uh, Jim Jimmy didn't go through that many. I think he went through like four, three, five, four, five, yeah, three, three like four, five. Yeah, listen, not as not as vote. much as Kevin. They not doing nothing else. Well, slowly but surely, they got to pass another CR. It's yes. coming again. They got to pass yes. another CR. Yes. Yes. So they're going to do something soon. So I think maybe. But maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with you that it's probably not the last that we're going to see of George Santos. I think a reality show where he's being treated for habitual lying and narcissism and like we're we get to watch his sessions i think that would be hilarious and it would be called poor georgie cuz he feels like he's being attacked he, he has he has going. said that this is bullying yes i'm being bu- this is bullying it's witch hunt <laughs> no no you committed crimes and you're you're you committed crimes yep yeah. that's it you're a fraudster I'm, okay, that's enough about George. <laughs> you brought up something weeks ago, and we forgot to bring it up on the show. Yes. And, and it was talking about black expressions. Mm-hmm. And so I sent you something recently, and I don't know if it was the same thing that you sent me, but I wanted to, you know, just talk about it a little bit. Because people out there that are not in the black community don't understand we have certain ways that we say things that yes. mean so much, but not what you think it means. And here's the thing. Black people are not a monolith. We're but not. Da- but, but damn, we do a lot of things very similarly. <laughs> We're not a monolith, but we understand each other. Yes. Extremely yes. well. Yes. There are certain things that we do that fit the culture. 
So I had a couple of these expressions and I'm just going to bring them up and okay. uh and I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you what the expression is. Mm-hmm. And then you tell me what the expression means. Got it. Okay. Here's an expression that black people say. Yeah, them boys is out today. Y'all be careful. A black person after seeing one police car. I could have told you. I could have told you. You could have just read the quote. No, but what does that mean, though? That they out here. They out here trying to get that quota. I saw saw one police car, which means they out. It's the end of the month. They out. They trying to fill that quota. Y'all be careful. Y'all be. I will send that tweet. I will send that text out. Hey, y'all, they out here. One time out here. (laughs) All right. This is another one. I'm going to tell you, how do you want to do this? Do you want me to give you the actual phrase or do you want me to give you the situation in which, and then you figure out what the phrase is from that situation? You decide depending on whatever you're looking at. Okay. Yeah. No. What does this mean? Nobody. And then black people, black people being cut off by someone else with a dented car. That's why what your shit. We... Look, that's why your shit look like that now. Yes, that's what. <laughs> yes, and that's black math. Yep. The the black math is driving erratically plus a dent on your car equals. That's why your shit look like that now. <laughs> All right. Because um, you don't know how to drive. All right. When we say this, what does it mean? Who is we? Oh, that's when. That's when somebody just start running off at the mouth and they're like, y'all going to do, we going to do this. We're going to do that. Who is we? Why are you including me in this? There's no we. <laughs> right. So it's, it's how black people establish healthy boundaries. Yeah. Who is we? Cause I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to tell you one thing or two for sure. <laughs> Ain't no damn we. <laughs> you are y'all. <laughs> All right. Things black people take seriously. Mm-hmm. Our checks. We do not play with our money, period. Period. You better get it right. We are scrutinizing that check. We are looking at that pay stub and make sure. I want to know, why is there so much federal tax being taken out? Where's that money going? <laughs> I had okay. a friend. I had a friend whose company said that they overpaid him and gave him bonuses mm-hmm. that he wasn't supposed to get. So they took out $3,000 from no. his next several checks. Mm-mm. And I and I was like, they did, they did what now? Mm-mm. No, no, they're going to have to eat that. They're not going to take no money out of my check. I would have quit on the spot. Yeah. Quit on no, the spot. Because how is that my problem? Right. How is your, your error my problem? Your account error, that's on you. That's on another, you. Another thing black people take seriously, knowing who all going to be over there. That's my first question. If you said, John, you want to come to such and such, who all over there? Who all over there? Who going to be there? I need to know who's going to be there because that's going to determine whether or not I come. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, certain individuals there, I'm not coming. I'm not. And if certain people are there... And I'm like, okay, I'll show my face, but I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave early. Uh, Another thing black people take seriously, spades. So a spades game broke out at Thanksgiving, at Friendsgiving. (laughs) Uh, I sat sat my ass down somewhere. Okay. I do know how to play spades. I don't know how. I, I know how to play spades. 
Spades, I don't know how to play spades like that. Spades, ladies and gentlemen, is a card game that is very popular in the black community. Mm-hmm. Uh, spades and Uno. Yes. Like people going to play spades and Uno. You don't see as many people playing dominoes anymore, but that used to also be one of the things. I think that's more of a West Coast thing. I've never really seen dominoes on the East Coast like that. Yeah, we don't really. Or in Miami. I hear it's big in Miami. The Cubans Cubans play dominoes dominoes. for real. Okay. Uh, But spades. Uh, Mm -hmm. Another thing black people take seriously. Who made the potato salad or mac and cheese? Those are the two things. Like- those are the two things that you cannot mess up because if you do, you will ruin whatever holiday that is, whatever holiday that you wanted to get creative. Mm-hmm. Now's not the time for that. There's a reason why we always bagging on white people putting raisins in their potato salad. I don't understand it, why you put raisins why? in potato salad. Why are you doing it? What are you doing? No, I'm not going to eat it. That's another thing we're going to play with a potluck. We're not going to do it. So I, I know you're listening. I know you're watching. I know you're watching. You're going to hear the truth. I'm coming. I'm coming to the potluck. I just want to let you know I'm probably only going to eat the shrimp because I know that's store bought. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably not going to dip it in the cocktail sauce. No. Because I don't know who all is making and cooking this food. I don't really know them that well. No. And, and we don't we don't eat other people's food like that. Because we have questions. If you cook something, I would eat it. Right. If she cooks something, I would eat I'll eat right. what she cooks. Because that's I, somebody you know. Because yeah. here's my question. Do you keep, keep a clean house? Right. That's the most important thing. If you, you don't know, keep a clean house, then I'm not touching your food. I'm not eating nothing you could. Look, I had a coworker. She mm. permanently had a line of dirt under her fingernails. And I'm mm. like, when you wash your hands or when you shower. She don't do the little scrape usually, you could Or you could scrape. Oh, wait. I never ate a damn thing she made. Mm-mm. Because your feet, you can't even keep your fingernails clean. So I know your house dirty. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and uh, simply washing your hands typically gets the dirt from under your fingernails if you're washing your hands properly. If, you if you're washing them properly, sh- if you take a shower, typically once you get out the shower, you look at your nails. Your nails are clean because you just because hopefully if you bathe incorrectly that's but that's another thing that's something black people take seriously is bathing correctly bathing correctly well it'd be a lot of dusty black folks too it do and but what we call them dusty <laughs> see that's a black expression yeah you're dusty that means you dusty i can't even give you an, a real definition of dusty it's just you, you know, it's just you can't even talk to me until you go home and wash up because you smell like hard work and i don't want to you can't. You can't. You can't. Don't even try to talk to me. Don't oh, do it. Another thing, I'm going to skip some of these because some of these I found funny because yeah. these are things I really take seriously. Splitting poles. You can't. We will, we will yank someone <laughs> out of another day. <laughs> we will yank you across time and space before you cross the other side of that pole. I, there are so many times where I've grabbed somebody by the arm and yanked them across. Don't split the pole. Don't split I've the twisted, pole. I've twisted my own my own ankle because I couldn't grab them. So that meant that I had to go around and didn't split and not split the yeah. pole. So I had to do a quick a quick three sixty. It was yes. a 180. A quick 180. Mm-hmm. No, it was a 360 because I turned all the way around. Just ended up on the other side. Right. And hurt my ankle just to make sure that yeah. I wasn't splitting the pole. Now I got to cross up the pole 
so that right. I don't have bad luck because you want to split the pole. So I've dated more than a few women in my lifetime and they've never understood this. And I can't really explain it. It's just is what it is. Things black people take seriously. Sitting, facing the door or exit. Yeah. I cannot have my back to the door. I need to see who coming in. Yeah. Who leaving. Because they might be here to get me. I don't know anybody, but they could be coming to get me. As a a woman, it's a little different because typically uh, the man does not sit with his back to the door. So sometimes I have to sit with my back. But if I could choose, if I'm choosing, I want to see that door. I want yeah, to, got be, to see I that gotta door. be able to see. No, I'm not going to sit with my back. That's just asking for somebody to just murder me from behind. No. Right. <laughs> no. If I'm going to get murdered, I want to at least have a fighting chance. Thank you. I want a fighting chance. Don't Thank murder you. me from behind. At least yell I out my name, see Bruce. It coming. <laughs> right, I don't want to. I, I want to see it coming. Yes, I want to see it coming. I wake up dead, and I'm like confused as hell. Like how? <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on now. How you gonna wake up dead? You know, in the afterlife, I wake up okay. dead. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's not. I don't and know. And they're if like, that's Jonah, you're dead, and I'm like, how the hell? That's how they greet what you. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> that's how they greet you because they know I'm confused. I'm looking around. I was like, I was in. Applebee's just a second ago. <laughs> I was in Applebee's getting that two for two twenty-five. Yeah. No, no, two for twenty-five. Yes. Uh, I was just in Applebee's. What happened? Well, you sat with your back to the door. Last one. Mm-hmm. And this is an important one because I got a story behind this one. Okay. Things black people take seriously. Not calling elders by their first name. Can't do it. We'll never do it. I have a lady in my building. She is 90 something years old. And well, I was I, I was watching her and her daughters. I was walking her and her daughter's dog. They hired mm-hmm. me to walk their dogs. Mm-hmm. And she told me her name. I'm not going to say her real name in the air, but let's just say her name was Lisa. Okay. And she was like, I said, how you doing? I, I'm Bruce. I'm the, the person that your daughter hired to walk the dogs. I'm here to, to take him. How you doing today? And she was like, hey, how you doing? I'm Lisa. Uh, you can call me Lisa. I said, no, ma'am. I can call you Miss Lisa, but I cannot call you Lisa. And I'm literally a grown man, mm-hmm. but she is my elder. I do not call her by her. And when I see her, I'm like, hey, Miss Lisa, how you doing today? Yeah. So that's that was what I was going to say, because I have an elderly neighbor and I do call her Miss, her first name. Yeah, that's what you, you yeah. but you can't call them just by their first name. No, no, no you can't do that. I would never, that. I no. would never, I would never. And, and and I only will call you, you know, Miss Carol or, or Mr. Bill, if you mm-hmm. introduce yourself as that. But as if you that. say, but if you say, my name is John Doe, I say, oh, hello, Mr. Doe. How are you doing today? Right. That's how yes. we're carrying it. Yes, sir. That's, that's how we was raised. That's just, that's just a Southern education. <laughs> and on that <laughs> note, that's going to be it for today. Jay, we, this is our 94th episode. We are rapidly that coming is, up on our 100th episode. That is nuts. And not only that, like it's, has it been a year? Yes. Yeah. The year was November the 1st. I think that was the first time that November the 1st or 4th was the fir- very first episode that we did. Power to truth, truth to power. Yes. And <laughs> and like our following has, gr- first of all, the show has changed 
dramatically dramatically in in a year but like our following has grown beyond i think both of our expectations for the first year our audio downloads have always been good always been good people all over the world had listened to the show i I, it 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 surprised me at first now it doesn't surprise me anymore because i've seen it consistently over the last six seven months that is what it is right our numbers on our subscriptions on youtube and, and I don't think a lot of people understand this because th- th- if you're on YouTube and you follow people and they got 50,000 subscribers, they were typically somebody before they decided to, to start a YouTube channel. Most or they've of the just time, been doing it for or, years. Or, or they've been doing it for years. Most people yeah. don't start from scratch and jump like we have. Our yeah. goal, and I consistently move the goalposts. Our goal was to have 500 subscribers by the end of the year. Then I switched the goal and I said our goal was to have 750 subscribers by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. That goal was set at the beginning of this month. Yeah. We're already at seven. At Before we started recording, we were at 765 or 760. We were just under 770 subscribers. Yeah. I believe that we're going to hit 850, maybe even 900 subscribers by the end of the year. We could reach 1,000 subscribers by the end of the year. Thank you. And we have some of the most loyal watchers and listeners. Yes. Because they will hit us up after the show or or, or if they're trying to catch up, they'll be like, remember when you said this? And no, I don't ever remember what I said because I record so many of these episodes. I don't remember. But thank you for listening and watching and and being excited to, to come converse with us and interact with us and you can we're not celebrities you can no. dm us it's and hit not, us up on instagram or youtube yeah, yeah you just you reach will, out to us yeah you just reach out to us and we will respond back yeah it may be a clap back it, it could be a clap back but, um, we're but, gonna but respond i'm back. also but i'm also you know sometimes i see comments and it's a criticism and i'm like yeah okay that's valid like you know sometimes you, sometimes it's valid like the criticism yeah. is valid and we're always open to constructive criticism on how to make the show better so that's we always welcome uh welcome that kind of commentary I, sure. people people asked me they were like do you read the comments on youtube yes because i control the youtube channel like mm-hmm. yes i read the comments are, do they ever hurt your feelings? No. No. Do you think they hurt your sister's feelings? They hurt my sister's feelings even less. Yeah. I'm you a black woman up. in America. Those Plus, we grew up in our on, house. Yeah. Comments on YouTube are not. Yeah. And I grew up in the era of the dozens and like the, the like that. <laughs> it's just not. No. And our and house I, was the dirty dozens because yes. we went for the jugular. Yes. The things that you're not supposed to say about it, other people, we say them. Yes. To each other. To each and other. So, and that's out of love. So can you imagine <laughs> what I say out of hate? So Ooh. no, uh, no, it does not bother me at all. And I see, I, you know, I see stuff all the time. Even with my own like personal content that I post, mm-hmm. people be, you know, people like, but I don't know you, so I don't care about it. Yeah. I don't care about it. But, uh, and, and, but and I like do I said, take constructive criticism very mm-hmm. seriously. I was just going to say that. Yeah. And, and because I want to get better. Yeah. You know, when they called me out on the end economy step, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I messed that up. Thank you. Mm-hmm. The first couple of times. Yeah. After, after I read about 20 comments, I was like, all right, y'all, I get it. Like, yeah. okay. Like, look at the other comments. Yeah, People have already comments, corrected right? yeah. me. So I got, like, it. Like, yeah, I got it. I got it. All right. On that note, Jay, what do you want to tell the people out here? Hmm. Let me think here. You know, you're going to switch it up. 
No, I'm going to just say another thing we take very seriously. Uh-huh. Cut, them, cut them lights off. You know, it's that time of year. <laughs> it's the time of year where everybody's got the heat on, your electric bill's going up, y'all got them little portable heaters, your little fireplaces, all stuff. the bill's going up, cut the lights off. You don't need all these. Uh, why is every light in the house on? It's unnecessary. Cut some lights off. This is just my tip for the holiday season. Keep down your energy costs. Meanwhile, they got lights running all day long on the tree. Just running yes. up the utility bill anyway. So you're no. saying cut the extra lights off. Cut the extra lights off. Okay. And, and also cut the tree off during the day. Come on. First yeah, of all. You don't need, yeah, you don't need it on during the day. It's a nighttime. It's a nighttime light. It's, it's a nighttime. And you know what? Amazon sells these little timers. You can plug a, your tree into the timer. It'll turn it on and turn it off at a certain time, whatever you designate. And that's do that. Don't don't leave that tree on all day. You just, Amazon sell everything. I'm waiting for them to start to sell mail order brides. Uh, on that note, Jay, what would you like to tell the people out there? Thanks for listening. And we really, really like it. To have done this for a year, we're almost 100 episodes in. And to have grown this much, we appreciate it. So thank you for listening. And this is just the beginning. There's more to come. We are excited about where we are and even more excited about where we're going next. Thank you again for listening and watching. And until next time, as always, I'll holla. Whew. That was a hell of a show. Thank you for rocking with us here on Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Now, before you go, don't forget to follow, subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast wherever you're listening or watching it to it. Pass it along to your friends. If you enjoy it, that means the people that you rock will enjoy it also. So share the wealth, share the knowledge, share the noise. And for all those people that say, well, I don't have a YouTube. If you have a Gmail account, you have a YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can actually watch our video podcast. But the real party is on our Patreon page, After Hours Uncensored and Talk is Straight-ish. After Hours Uncensored is another show with my sister and once again the key word there is uncensored those are exclusively on our patreon page jump onto our website at unsolicitedperspective.com for all things us that's where you can get all of our audio video our blogs and even buy our merch and if you're really feeling genuine and want to help us out you can donate on our donations page donations go strictly to improving our software and hardware so we can keep giving you guys good content that you can clearly listen to and that you can clearly see so any donation would be appreciative most importantly i want to say thank you thank you thank you for listening and watching and supporting us and i'll catch you next time audi 5000 peace